today is um, Thursday, not Joel? Yeah. Thursday afternoon. I lose track of the days with the summer. It's a bit crazy. And I'm here with Joel Ferrar. Uh, it's really nice that she's here because she's another one that's a little different from other people that I've interviewed. And I want to know all about it. I've, I came across Joelle on Instagram when I saw that she was taking pictures of really beautiful young women in jib. Uh, mostly, mostly girls. No, you, you take like, yeah. like, I don't know, whatever they're called, profile shots or, but I thought, wow, she's like Jaden Faf status. You know, he is my, my, I, I mean, Same. He's, <laughs> he's brilliant. I remember when he started years ago and I thought this guy is really going to make it mm. because he is, he has, he has it. But I see that in you as well, in a lot of the work that you're putting out there. So I thought it would be interesting to hear um, all about what she's getting up to and how she does it. So good afternoon. Thank you Hi. so much for joining me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's lovely that you're here. So tell me, Joel, you are brought up in Jib, born in Jib. Yeah. Tell so me about your raised bit. in Jib. Yeah. Um, always been a very like creative girl from like a young age. I like even in school I looked at things like more in a creative way than like like for maths or English. Like for me that didn't go at all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've always been like into like art and drawing and painting. And I think I lost that a bit when I was like during GCSEs where it was something like you had to do rather than you wanted to do. Yeah. So I sort of like lost touch with my creative side completely. And what did you do? You just concentrated on the academics, not on the... Yeah, so I always chose art for GCSEs. Yes. But even still, it wasn't the art I wanted to create. It was the art like I had to create. Okay. So I wasn't a fan at all. I just was not enjoying it whatsoever. But then spoke to a friend of mine because I started like looking into photography, seeing what that was about. And a friend of mine actually recommended the uh, group GIPT. I don't know if you know what that is. It's basically run by the Youth Centre. Okay. So... Oh, what is it called? Group? GIPT. So Gibraltar Youth Production Team. Okay. No, we've interviewed Rebecca Figueras. Yeah. And she's told us all about the Youth Centre and what they do and all that. So... It is was that actually, part of the same, part of the same yeah, thing? Yeah. It was actually her sister, Charlene Figueras, ah, Charlene. who run it. And with that, like, it just opened doors to a new creativity sort of thing. So mm. with photography or with other things with photography with teamwork with a lot like all as a whole and like it's like a little family like I say like you end up just getting so close to people because you're with them like a lot of the time yeah so it is like a little family like I learned so much like from about myself about photography about like the people I was with and is that what this group of people is about what it, what it's about is it is it like to empower like it others is, and it, it really is it's to like learn from each other is to like support each other like even if you want to go there and like not do photography or not do anything creative like you can go there and just have a chat and yeah. just tell people about your day like you're having like a bit of a bad day like you can go and just rant there to them so it is a group for like a lot of it unfortunately now i don't think they're doing it anymore which is a shame because for mm. me it did help me a lot like through those years because when I did start photography, I was also going for a very like bad time in my life. Yes. So it did help me for a lot. With and that. how how old were you around this time? I think I was about sixteen when I started so, there. So you did your GCSEs. Yeah. And you passed them well. Yeah. And then did you go on to do A levels? Yep. So I went to do A levels, and so this was in between GCSEs and A levels. Yeah. Right. So I finished GCSEs. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was just so drained with art at that point. Yes. Um, I think I was like about that summer, maybe that September, I started this group and fell in love with it. Like it was mm. a new creative mm. 
thing I could fall in love with pretty much. So yeah, and after that, I think my mom and dad bought me my first camera. So it was just silly little shoots I did with my friends. Like I look back at now and think, oh my God, why did I think these were good? But at the time they were <laughs> so good to me. And I just forced all my friends to be models at that point. And like, till to, <laughs> to today I still use some of them and it's like, they hate you, me for it, but they love me at the same point. <laughs> Um, it's really interesting. So you discovered at that point that that your strong thing was photography. Yeah. That's what you really liked because, yeah. like, there's, you did art, so mm-hmm. that's very different. I mean, photography is art, mm-hmm. but art is drawing. Yes. So you realized that actually what you liked was taking pictures of things. I didn't realize that really till uni because okay. obviously I had been doing art since I was like in first school. Like I went to like some lessons, mm. but um, I went to uni and did a foundation course first. Because I was still between, like, art and photography. I was a bit torn between them. And <coughs> it was after midterm, like, in your uni degree that you do, like, art, you do photography, fashion. You do, like, a lot of different things. And mm. after midterm, you had to choose what you wanted to do. And, like, something in my heart was just telling me photography. Photography. So, mm. and the So what was the foundation in that you did? It was anything, like, creative-wise. So oh, okay. we had, like, every, like, I think it was every, like, week or every two weeks we did a new subject, like, oh, okay. creative-wise. So sculpture was one of them as well. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, and obviously those things I've never really, like, looked at. Like, I've done it because I had to, no? Yeah. But it wasn't something that was, like, making me go on that path. It was, like, either art or photography, pretty mm. much. So, yeah, and then I did my... That was in Canterbury I was in wasn't for me the place so really? nah it was too quiet for me I'm more like <laughs> loud <laughs> needs a city so I moved up to Leeds the September after <coughs> and that's where I did my three year degree in photography so Leeds is meant to be a really cool place oh my god for incredible. anyone listening who's just got A-level results today today was go the to results Leeds. <laughs> yes go to Leeds no yes. you recommend it yeah 100% okay that so you did a three year photography degree yeah. course in Leeds mm-hmm. tell me what you learned what did I learn? It opened um, your eyes to everything. It opened my eyes. Like I don't mean to sound like negative speaking about like a degree as such, but I feel like with a creative subject, it is a lot what you put into it as well, and it's not like really what the teachers teach you, but more mm. like the practicing, like just trial and error, like do a shoot, and if it doesn't work, do it again and again and again till you get it perfect. And like I said, like for me, following by like rules of like school have never like really worked for me of like you have to do this because yeah. of this do you know what I mean for me it's like I want to do it because I feel passionate in what I'm doing do you know what I mean so yeah like the actual degree was good um unfortunately I got covid during it yes so I was in the covid actual... years when you're studying yeah how did you do that did you come back to gym so I was there from September to March March covid hit in UK so I moved back to gym mm. then I went back in September again from September, I think it was, it was Halloween actually, because I was going out to, to a house party and it was like, pack your bags and leave pretty much. So the next morning, like I left straight back to Jib and wasn't there again until July that I went to move into a house. So you spent a lot of time here? Yeah. And you carried on taking photos. What did you do during COVID? You couldn't no, I, take pictures of people. <laughs> I went for a bad patch there yeah. as well. It was like, I lost motivation, yeah. like inspiration, I lost everything. And speaking to a friend of mine, Nairi Chipolina, makeup artist, yes. she I spoke to her and she said, like, let's do something, let's do a shoot. And I was like, I don't ha- I don't want to, I don't have the energy to. And I actually got like a little cousin of mine, she <laughs> it was like, come on, we're doing like a shoot, we're doing one, like forcing mm-hmm. her into it. I told her it was for a uni project, so she really don't want to do it. But um yes, yeah, you- so we just did some makeup, did like a little shoot and I saw one picture that it was like, wow, one for me that was like, I have to do this. 
So you loved it, yeah. And it's good. I mean, Irene is also top of her yes, game here in gym as well. She is an incredible mm-hmm. makeup artist. Um, and so you joined forces, and that Indeed. was it. Yeah. And I think you kind of exploded onto our our screen, our, our <laughs> phone screens with with one thing and another. I mean, I remember a shoot. I think which was one that some girls, um, two sisters. One of them sadly passed away. Yes, that is like one of my favorite shoots. That sh- that is the one I think. That impacted me yeah. the most about about you because mm-hmm. you were the photographer yet you were telling this story yeah where with these two girls beautiful girls one of them passed away shortly after yeah and um you really told a story with your photos of the love between them yeah that was my plan for yes. this project basically um i wanted to dedicate something to my sister because like your mom and dad are always there for you yes but like my sister's been like obviously a massive part of my life like mm like what day and night complete they were complete opposites but like I know she'd be there for me forever and I wanted to dedicate this project to her like she's not a person to be in front of the camera at all like so am I like I'm always behind the camera but um so yeah I wanted to get like three groups of sisters and explain their love for their sister through my work so I thought it was a really special project for me like because obviously it was for my sister as well as them for each other yeah so it was very special and um, what did your sister think <laughs> she's she's very like small words, so she'll never tell me how she feels or something. But I know she like really appreciated it. Like, the is she younger? She's younger than she's you. She's older than. Oh, me. she's older. Yeah. Than you. So like, she was when I was about sixteen. I was saying I was going a bit of rough patch yeah, of my yeah. life. She was in uni during all this, so yeah. it was like I really need my her. sister. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, it's when you need them, yeah, and yeah. you know they're there. <laughs> but it's lovely. It's very refreshing. How old are you now? If you don't I'm mind me asking, you. it's really refreshing that mm-hmm. you're young. Yet you're very open about your feelings. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of my podcasts, I touch on these on mental health because I think we all have mm-hmm. at some point or other, we all have it. But I think expressing it and getting it out yeah. somehow, whether you do it with creativity, whether you do it by talking. Yeah. It, it, it's it's half the battle of of, of you yeah, know winning 100 and obviously like you need to find that thing that makes you happy do you yes. know what I mean and for me photography was my escape from like the real world in yes. that sense so that makes sense but um did did you did you want to like make a career of your photography and how how were you going to do it? i mean <laughs> I, I know what you're doing now we, yeah. we can talk about that but is that what you your ultimate goal was to so my goal still is really to yeah. leave jib like eventually oh. i like want to leave like as well because i think jib like we try but there's not a lot of like opportunities here for creative mm. people really and which is a shame to be fair yeah and, and I, even with the frontier open and the costa del sol and all the area around where there's more opportunities maybe for creativity you don't think um you're thinking bigger yeah <laughs> see because that's the thing that like i just need to i feel like i need to get out of jib for a few years as well do you know what i mean and mm. experiencing new things that isn't jib like i always say that people who don't go to uni as well should experience yeah. leaving for a bit as well and yes i finished uni last july i graduated and went to do an internship in paris for a month and and how did you get that i mean through your uni so that is actually quite a funny story (laughs) i ended up in a hospital for something like it's just silly and saw this thing on tiktok and i was like scrolling through and i was like with the drips i was a bit like all over the place and i was like yeah let's just apply and just like applied out of the blue and one day just got a phone call saying they'd accepted me no so i was like right, what, okay. what did you apply for this internship <laughs> the thing is i don't even know i don't remember anything <laughs> like just applied pretty much 
So, um, yeah, I looked to do photography, but wow. then other opportunities passed by and I saw fashion marketing. And I thought, hmm, this mm. seems like an idea, like marketing. I haven't mm -hmm. experienced this before. Mm. And I always think fashion is what I like specialize in my photography. So I thought, let's go for it. Let's see how it goes. Mm. And got accepted by this brand called Good People. So like promote bags and it was fun. Like I went and absolutely loved it. It was like living somewhere else for a bit. How as long well. were you there for? For a month. In Paris. Yeah. I mean, an amazing Incredible. Emily in Paris. Literally that it. vibes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I love I've been a few times to Paris mm. and it's a beautiful city. Yeah, I'm a proper <laughs> fan of Emily in Paris. So I had to go see the door. I had to go see her. Um, like everything, everything. So it was good. So you, you were, what did you do when you were there? So I went and I was working every day there. So, like I said, I was working for this company and it was my just going into the office. So I was doing like the social media, um, videoing, photography, like, and then I also had the opportunity to go, is it Saint-Tropez, is that how you pronounce it? Saint-Tropez, yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> so I went because they, yeah. they were taking photos for their new collection. Incredible, just seeing how, like, when the bags arrive, like, all the behind the oh, scenes. Oh, it was all bags. Like, yeah. You, you had to take, well, work with bags, yeah. not people. Yeah. Well, bags with people, with people so the model obviously. was modeling them. But it and was did just you take incredible. pictures? Yeah, when I was more behind the scenes because she had she was a photographer herself, so she was taking pictures mm. herself. But it was just incredible the whole setup because I love that. The like, buzz, the buzz. Yeah, like planning yeah. the whole shoot, I love yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's the whole like excitement of it all, and just yep. and that's what you like, and yeah. that buzz is what yeah. is what makes you. Yeah want to get away from here yeah. because you yeah you I probably agree with you you'll have a better chance to do yeah. something like that maybe in New York or I mean do you watch Next in Fashion and oh all that I know I love, I know, it. I love, love it. it to watch them all <laughs> I watch all of it like American Next yes. Model I watch all the stuff to next end the top model yeah. and everything Incredible. yeah we've watched them as well mm -hmm. my daughter's a fan <laughs> so right now you're living in Chib um, yeah. and you're working at Vasadoni yes and you are being creative or not? Yes, Well, I that's am. good. Yeah. I couldn't have a job, like, working in an office, like, just looking at a screen all day. Yes. And my job is marketing. So, obviously, because I went to Paris, like, the marketing door sort of opened this for me. If not, I wouldn't have even, like, thought about doing this. But, um, yeah, I'm, like, hardly sat on my desk because I'm up and down all the time. I'm yeah. literally videoing, photography, like, posting on social media, doing everything all the time. Hmm. So it's not that I'm sat down like 24-7 ever. <coughs> so, yeah, it's going well. It's going well. And You're happy there. I'm loving it. Like, yeah, I'm learning it's a great a place lot. to work. It is. Definitely. Very good ethos. Mm -hmm. And and they, they really do look after their, their yeah. people. No, they're called Barcelona yeah, people yeah. now. No, yeah, they are so helpful. Like, yeah. And I have, like I said, I'm learning so much from them. So and just my marketing team in general, like I'm learning a lot from them. So it Amazing. is going well. And tell me about the shoots that you do with people. So yeah. I guess people hire you. They, but you have a, a, a price that you charge yeah. for whatever, 10 shots, whatever, yeah. five shots. I don't know how it works. <laughs> and then how do you... So, for example, I give you a situation. If there's somebody who's not very photogenic, and some yeah. people are, and some people are just not... Like myself. <laughs> don't worry. Well, yeah, I'm not particularly, but how... How do you make them beautiful? Because that's, you know, how do you make them beautiful? How do you make um, them stand out for me, in a photo? Number one thing has always said to give them, like, the confidence. Yeah. And sort of, like, trust me and I trust you because I half the time don't know what I'm doing either. Do you know what I mean? Like, I say, like, most of the time I'm winging it, like, yeah. what I'm doing. So it is, like, just 
creating a friendship with that model, mm. like creating a bond, and normally you feel like more comfortable after with them. So that's my number one thing, just make them feel comfortable, confident mm. with themselves. And like you'd see from my pictures, like I hardly, hardly edit my pictures like a lot. Like for me, it's just enhancing their beauty rather than changing it. So it's pretty much that really, just mm. making them feel confident with you. So. And have you been told that you are like one of the best ones in gym and people I don't fly me. <laughs> no, but I think I don't see other people yeah. doing like what you do you, you're very specific in your photos yeah. because you don't do sceneries I see a lot of people doing sceneries yeah, and this yeah. and that birds which are which are good yeah but I mean you focus on people so I've spoken to somebody else to another photographer who mm-hmm. does people um I don't know if you've heard the podcast Mauro Di Bettio he's Italian he does people photography and and job he likes traveling and he he gets pictures of you know indigenous people yeah. different country and you look at the photo and it tells a story like I say like the sisters thing yeah. told a story how can you how can how how difficult is it to find a story in a in a picture in a person yeah bring that out the emotion behind because normally like a lot of people always ask me like how do you come up with the ideas how do you come up with the theme <laughs> or whatever and I normally say like I either look at a girl <coughs> and think I need to photograph this girl in this location, in this theme. It just comes to me. It just comes to me. Either that or it's, I see a female idea and think, okay, who would suit this, like, vibe for it? As well as Pinterest, best friend. Pinterest just I never look at... Really? Honestly. Gives you ideas. Yes. It's incredible. Incredible. As well as I just look. My Instagram is, like, model after model after photographer. So So you're doing research the whole time. Yeah, of course. Like, as well as, like, I can just see an outfit, see a model, see a location and think you have this a good eye to as do well. So yeah. that's important. Yeah. What makes you different, do you think? Um oof, I don't know, difficult question that. Um because I think I've like grown a lot to like know my worth, like as a photographer. But you would have asked me this like years ago to be like, am I different? Am, am I actually good? Do you know what I mean? But um I think just um, sorry I'm thinking <laughs> I feel really just, like, the relationship I grow with my models, like, shows through my images. Mm. Like, I think you can see that it's a good relationship in a sense. Like, like I said, I managed to get them to feel comfortable with me. Mm. So I think that has a lot to do with how the model looks in the images. Does anything about your childhood and how you grew up help you, things you've learned from your parents mm-hmm. or that you were taught helping you now with, with, the, with the way you work, with the way you do things? And Um... I think, like, a big lesson is always, which I've always lacked, is to believe in myself. And that, I think, all my family have always told me. So, it is a fact of, like, okay, what you're doing is good to you. Like, doesn't matter what it is to other people. Mm. And that is a lesson, like, I wish everyone knew mm. that you shouldn't really care what other people think. Because, yeah. obviously, when I first started, there were a lot of people of, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, judging. What's, what's photography yeah. going to get you? And even when I went to the degree, like, everyone was like, why, well, yeah. why, why, you know, sort of thing. And I think, like, it has taken a while, but I think everyone's, like, realised why I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. And, like, even, like... Your grandparents, for example, like my granny, I think is like one of my biggest fans as well. Like she'll literally send me like my pictures and be like incredible, like and, like you know the granny comments. But um, yeah, I think it's like it, you don't have to make everyone else proud. You have to make yourself proud. I feel so. That's taken me a long to realize. How do you get on with your auntie Jerry? 
she's a big she's Auntie Geraldine is is a friend of mine from school. She's just been here, and I missed her. Actually, I was away, but she's been here. She lives in Australia. Geraldine Gustavino Art. If anybody's listening, yeah, we'll give her a follow. She does incredible paintings. I guess it's in the family. No, it's in the genes. The the art creativity. Um. So yeah, she's done art for like all her life, really, and just like a few years ago, she left her job to pursue art full time. And obviously that's something I look up to a lot. Like, yeah. Because, like I said, eventually that's what I want to do. Of course. And so even, like, when I was doing art, it was like, you're like your Auntie Geraldine and your Auntie Geraldine sort of thing. So I have looked up to her a lot in that sense. And I, even now, like, she came and saw, like, I've just opened my studio as well. Do you know what oh, you know where's your studio? Yeah, I've opened it, like, the end of town. Okay. Like, a taxi stand at the end of town. Um, where, where about? Like, the Costa. Costa Coffee. Opposite? Yeah, right beside. Oh, right beside. Mm-hmm. So it's inside okay. a block. But yeah, I've just recently opened that. Can anybody go? That. Or, 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 or is it open? Or, no, you you are working I'm from working, there. So. You're working from there. So, so if anybody wants to book a shoot with you, it's in there. You're doing it from there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what is it? Just like a blank screen and people. So yeah, it's basically how my backdrops <coughs> and everything set up because I was doing it like in my living room where it was move sofas, set up the backdrop, mm. and like the next day again if I had another shoot, so now it's so much easier. I can just leave everything there. If it's like a mess, I can just leave it and not in my house do you know what I mean because that's a bit yeah. like your personal space sort of thing so but yeah I love it it's fun it's like a place everyone can come to and just mm. enjoy what's the hardest bit about it Doel? I mean can you make a living from it <sighs> Foof. yeah <laughs> I wish I could say yeah, yes yeah but it is difficult to like get there I feel like obviously you mentioned um Jaden Fav at the start and I see him and it's like, yeah. that's what I want to do. Like, that's what I look up to. Jamie, you know I mean? It's difficult to get there. I was working on the radio and he came for an interview mm-hmm. one day and, and Guy, they came together. I remember chatting to him about it and, and I thought this, and he was working, had a job, like something, yeah. nothing to do with what he loved. And I thought one day he's going to really make it big. And then uh, X amount of years later, he's photographing models in Mykonos. I know, incredible. Around, I'm like jealous. You know, <laughs> he photographed a bunch of people from RuPaul, mm-hmm. from RuPaul's Drag Race, all I these know, drag queens that we follow. And I was like, what? It's a fact when he did he's the amazing. Kylie, Kylie Cosmetics, I was like, oh my God, that is like a Jenna yeah. Kardashian sort of thing. But yeah, incredible. So yeah, I mean, that that's your goal. That's yeah. something that you would love to do. Yeah. And then you would just leave and go and... Yeah, like, I can't say now because, like, I've got a really good job right now. So, mm. obviously, like, if this job wouldn't have come, I would have thought about leaving earlier. Do you know I mean? But now I yeah. love my job. I love like, the people I work with. Yeah. So it is, like, even more difficult to leave. But yeah. I'd say, like, not anytime soon. Probably, like, in the future, but... Yeah, but you never know what's going to exactly. happen. Exactly. I never know. Yeah. Are there any negatives to this? Um, Like... You're very good, it seems to me, mm-hmm. uh, at overcoming adversity. Like when things have got you down, you instead of wallowing in self pity, which I suppose you do because everyone yeah. like, it's a natural thing, no, for a bit too. And then you you kind of get on with it, and yeah. you think, oh, no one's going to stop me. <clears throat> I have my goals. I'm gonna. You seem that kind um, of person now. <laughs> okay, so it's taken you time. Yeah. But you're still very young. Still yeah, only yeah. twenty three. And I still am like very negative. Like stuff for myself. I'm really negative. Yeah. So okay. it does take a lot to be like, never mind, like let's move on from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I try to like say that to like my like models, like to my girls. I'm always like, girls, come on, let's just like move past it, sort of thing. It's like not important, but like me in my head, I'm like thinking about it all the time, and I am an overthinker as well. So it's Are like you? ongoing. Just, but um, I feel like I always say like people use jealousy in different ways. People use it to bring people down or in my case I use it to make myself better so yes and that's how it should be turn it around yeah definitely 
So if you see someone doing something or trying to put you down, make it better. <laughs> don't don't ever, don't listen to them. You keep going. Have you ever asked yourself the question, why bother? This is what my my this is what my podcast is called. Yeah. Um, this this series anyway, mm-hmm. because I think it's a question everybody asks themselves at some point in their life. No, you're you're young. I'm I'm much older, but I've asked it myself that many times. Have you? Um, why bother about what? Why do you doing? bother with this? Why am I going to bother to buy all this expensive equipment, which all costs a fortune? And <laughs> is it going to be worth it? Yeah, and- it's all the time. Like sometimes you just have those like breakdown moments of like, am I doing this right? Like, am I meant to? Like, why am I doing this? But I think seeing the final result is like what makes it be like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. Seeing like feedback is like yeah. why I'm doing this, and like just like the lovely comments I get because obviously like I get my models sending me the cutest messages and it just like it's like okay this is why because I mean a lot of them are quite young girls yeah, no? like yeah. 13, 14 because in gym it's, it's a big mm-hmm. thing like pageants and yes. all these things are a big thing um, do you think girls lack confidence here? massively I don't understand massively. it massively I feel like obviously, obviously I've been like a young girl living in jib and it's like you can either feel like the best or the worst person in like five minutes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, why is that? Because it's a small town. Do you think? And people just are very judgmental. Exactly. It's very judgy. Like I first started photography and I remember like people saying all sorts of about me. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like, what like friends like people that you knew just you. in general like like Mira Eta exactly, exactly. That kind of thing. and like even girls now what like trying to do stuff on TikTok it's like have you seen her like how, what she's doing and it's like why so much shoddiness like if, she, if that's making her happy why are you trying to bow her down about that do you know what I mean yeah and that with girls and with guys as well like obviously guys do the same things like they do whatever they want and they put them down so that's why I always say do whatever you want because you're going to get spoken about anyway so yes. do what makes you happy Yes, true. And do you photograph guys too? I don't specifically. I tried in uni and it wasn't my like vibe. I feel like it's a very different like body type. It's very like different poses you need to do. And for me, I don't know, I feel my comfort is like females really. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And there are lots, there are lots of male photographers as yeah. well. How do you, do you ever feel like you've been underrepresented in the photography world here in Jib? Um do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like 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 men get better jobs or men get better mm-hmm. photography shoots or <clears throat> men do better than women in the field yeah. of photography, do you think? Um not really, I don't think, because really I think it's based on everyone's style and everyone's preferences. Like I do a different style to maybe another male photographer. So they might come to me for certain things, but then mm. another model goes to him for other things. Mm-hmm. So it really depends really on your style and what the model likes. Okay. So what are your next projects? My next project, when well, I'm going to yes. finally open up my studio. Yes. So, so what's it called? The studio? Just, just the Jayford Art Photography Studio. So... Yeah, I'm opening that up finally because I was like the, the bits of painting, like the bits and bobs I needed to do. And as well, I did a shoot actually the other day, which I'm going to post that hopefully soon. And it was of seven models this time. Okay. Yeah. What was this for something specific? Just for me, my oh. personal work. But I had two makeup artists. I had no. hair. Like, yeah, bless. Like, honestly, like, I thank them so much for helping me out with this shoot because it was a lot. Like, it was a lot. Seven was year young girls. Yeah. And how's it gone? It went incredible. Like, I love just seeing, because this shoot is what I've had in my mind for, like, about 
a year or two now and I will say I need to get the right and faces where, I need to get the right where idea do you, oh gosh mm-hmm. okay like faces and everything yeah, like that yeah, specific because yeah, yeah. that's the thing as well like when you have so many models you need to make sure they look good together as well so that's like Interesting. the issue of it all <laughs> so where was the shoot in your studio no this was in Sandy Bay I shot this one. Oh, okay yeah like literally my favourite place to take shoots yeah. like a little bit of Sandy Bay <laughs> but yeah it went really well yeah and what is it for? Just for yourself, just to... Yeah, so my portfolio, like, so mm. my Instagram is pretty much my portfolio. And do you have, like, do you send your portfolio around the place? How do people see it? Um, Like, say, people, there's a company in New York who's looking for a yeah. photographer. How um, could you That is there? really my Instagram, like, if you look at my Instagram, it's all my best work. Like, I post my best work on Instagram. And then Facebook, for example, I'd post, like, family, um, communions, events I do. So mm. it's a different type. Like, I feel it's a different audience as well, like, Facebook to Instagram. So it's different photos I post. But normally, like, if anyone wants to do a fashion shoot with me, they'd go to my Instagram to see that, because that's mainly what I post on there. Mm. I asked Jaden Farr that question. I said, how do you get these jobs? He said, I hashtag everything. Literally. He says, I hashtag Vogue, I hashtag Tapla, I hashtag everything. Everything. And at some point, somebody's going to see it. And that's how he got jobs. So, yes, have it. Hashtag, hashtag <laughs> everything. Hashtag. You have to hashtag me now when we, when you put, when we put this talk out. Um, so, yeah, uh, the last question I'm going to ask you, which I ask yes. a lot of people. So, it's a bit silly. When you, if you were in a desert island and yeah. you're on your own and you could have somebody with you, who would you have and why? Oof, that's difficult, actually, because I have, like, my support people are always, like, my mom, my dad, my sister, and I'd say even my granny. But, um, so it is a difficult question, but, um, I think I'd say my granny, only because, like, she'll know, like, she'll literally what, laugh hearing What's her name? Elsie. <laughs> Elsie, who goes to Caleta? Yes. Elsie, <laughs> my friend, that. I know Elsie. Um, she'll laugh saying this, because yes. she literally is, like, my number one fan. She is, like person I go to for everything like I argue as if she's like my mom or my sister but like she's my mm. bestest friend like my mom and my sister is one of my bestest friends and my dad is like a supporter as well but like my granny have that you mm. know what I mean connection <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah those four people I always say are my people your, your people yeah who you'll always have yeah definitely family is it's nothing like it for life <laughs> joelle it's been a pleasure we've been chatting for a yes. half an hour you don't doesn't you can't do it we could be here all afternoon i wish you all the best thank all the success so in the world you deserve it thank you and yeah maybe you can take a photo of me one day yes whatever you want you never know <laughs> hi thank you very much hi You've been listening to series three of my podcast, which is called Why Bother? It's a question I've often asked myself, and I'm sure you have too. And I wanted to speak to people about their journeys to success, why they've bothered. Thanks must go to my producer, Charlie Hurst, for putting this podcast together. Catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And a big thank you too to artist Beatrice Garcia for designing the podcast icon. Her website is beatricegarcia.com. Thank you for listening and please like and rate the show. And should you want to get in touch, my email is rougechip at gmail.com.